If you love the Black Married and Dead Free podcast, if you get any joy, if we've ever done anything for you, do us a huge favor and go and give us a five-star review on this podcast. Leave us a comment if you like, but that helps our viewership ranking. Peace. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife. Whoa, whoa, that was a bit much, but I liked it. I'm trying to have some energy, you know what I mean? I'm trying to switch it up, you know what I mean? Look, I'm Shira, and I'm very happy to be here, as Marcus would always say. Marcus, how are you doing today? Shira, I am doing blessed. Uh, I am doing great. I am excited. I'm excited for that, you know, Merry Christmas to everyone. We uh, we are excited about that. Thank you for listening, even during your Christmas break. I mean, I feel like we should get more listeners on Christmas, right? Like, turn us on with your family, you know what I mean? And, uh, or, you know, well, this is actually the day after Christmas, but, you know, turn this on on your way while you're doing your shopping, Shia, while, you, while you're doing your shopping. Yes. <laughs> Do people shop the day after Christmas? Yes, they do, because they're spending their gift cards. Gift cards, there you go. Um, Making returns, possibly, mm-hmm. yeah. exchanges. Exchanges on them gifts you know you didn't like. You know you didn't want them socks. All uh, of that. But we are, what, on a countdown yes. to, uh, to 2023. Can you believe that? No. Especially, think about the distance between now and 2020. Like, that's three years. I know. Wow. It's kind of been a blur. but a blur. But here we are. Here we are. Here, here we, we are. are. To our new listeners, welcome. To our uh, returning listeners, we appreciate you rocking with Black Mary Dead Free. We're creeping up on a million downloads. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, that, I'm really excited about that. Help us get to that million mark. But, Shire, let's talk about today's topic. And I think this is a good one. I think this is something that, you know, we need a little dose of reality during this Yuletide season. Because sometimes we just get... We just get caught up in, in everything that we forget about the ultimate goal. Right. Okay. Well, so the, let's talk about this. The ultimate goal, Marcus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Goal. 
So uh, today's topic comes from an article from Market Watch. It says these are the top five financial regrets of Americans over 50. And before I dive into the article, I just want to see what your prediction are for financial regrets. Ooh, top five? No, I don't need five. Just okay. That might take a while, that but like, while. what are some of your initial thoughts? What do you think folks regret? And so these regrets are coming from Americans who are over 50, so a little bit older than us. I'm going to say they regret uh, some of the frivolous spending. I'm going to go with that. I'm going to regret some of the things that you spent your money on. When you're younger? When you're younger. Cars, okay. clothes, uh, luggage, uh, bags, uh, whatever Marcus. it is. Yeah, all that stuff. Okay. Any anything else? Um, I'm gonna stick with that. I'm gonna stick with that. I'm gonna see what it, I, I think that's gonna be one of the high ranking regrets for me, uh, for 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 people. Once we get get into this article, what about you? What do you think? Um, I looked at this article already, oh, but okay. it actually has been a while. <laughs> so let me just block out what I vaguely remember. Okay. I would say. And I've actually I've heard this from people. They regret not saving more. Yeah. That was, so that's going to be my next one. Um, you know, I used to work at a job and a lot of the workforce was older than me. Yes. And so I would like get their insight. You know, some folks were not happy with their mm-hmm. position. So I said, well, would you have left earlier? You know, if yeah. you if you could go back Do in time. Again. Like, what are things that you would have done differently? I specifically remember talking to someone who was near retirement, and she said, I wish I would have saved more. Man, I've heard that same thing from a veteran at, a, at my job, too. So, yeah, that's probably high on the list. Yeah. So I'll start off with a quote from the article. It says, one of the great problems with retirement planning is that by the time we realize the big mistakes we've made, mm. it's usually too late to do anything about it mm. um, for the. Uh, those who have spent too much while young and who then end up old and broke can always say, um, this has been a real lesson to me. Mm. But exactly how is that going to help? Right. Okay. This person is not holding back. <laughs> right. I didn't know we were going there. Right. Okay. But, you know, it sounds like they're saying, look, hindsight is twenty twenty. But once you're there and it's, you know, you're at that retirement age, you can no longer go back in time. So I take, you know, I take it um, as a, just a great value to be able to learn from, from folks. So yeah. let's just hop into uh, what some of these regrets were. Yeah. Okay. So they said uh, in the survey, the number one financial regret of older Americans um, and this was shared by 57 percent mm-hmm. um, was not having saved more for their retirement during their working years. Mm. OK, we were just literally talking about that. Yeah. So most people regret not having saved more during the working years. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I'm not shocked that that's a big the biggest one, because we know that the longer your money sits in the market, the more it can grow. Right. You can't get that back. So when you miss that, I can see how that's like a huge regret because there's literally nothing you can do. You can like add more to what you currently contribute once you find out like, man, I wish I would have started this five, 10 years ago. You can kind of add more, but you'll never be able to like make up that ground and you'll always be constantly thinking, dang. 
I mean, how many of us do that? Well, Shoot, man, if I ought to put money in yeah. Google in 98, well, I ought to be lit right now, you know? So I can see why that's like a huge regret. Yeah. Well, making up ground, Marcus, is having to save more. Way more. Way more. If you would have started earlier, you would have had to, you know, you could contribute less. Yep. So what they blame themselves for, they blame themselves for not planning ahead and for living day to day. And the mm-hmm. thing that um, I'm thinking about is literally all the resources that we have today yeah. that people who are much older than us didn't have. Like I can go on Google and do a research for retirement calculators mm-hmm. and I can, you know, put in my income and put in my contributions and get an estimate of how much money I would have over a certain period of time. And it's just like, well, if you are much older, you probably didn't have access to those resources and you would have needed to talk to a financial advisor, a financial planner to really figure out like, am I contributing enough? I think some people were contributing, but they just didn't do enough. Yes, And maybe they just didn't have the resources. It's almost like living in a stone age because now you could literally go and look at a animated view of like you're 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 on t- you're on track and this and that and right think about like our grandparents or even our some of our parents like they had to go find a number of financial advisor in the yellow pages call them up and say hey can you help me and then where did their money sit how did they look at, how did they track their money did they have to call a guy to track where they are and how much do i got in there oh okay i got x is this probably was so much harder for you know the generation before us but that just gives us less of an excuse today. It's like, look, yeah. at, look at how simple it is, man. Right. For us now, you know. Right. And then I will say that, you know, if some of the older generation, maybe maybe a higher percentage of them had possible access to pensions. Okay. Um, there we go. But even still, your pension is just one part of your retirement. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah. Okay. So, here we go. Second on the list, surprisingly... Um, not buying long-term care insurance hmm. to pay for a nursing home or similar. This was regretted by 40% of those polled. So what do you think about that? I mean, this is over. This is so over my head that I'm almost glad we're reading this article because I had no clue that this was something that you could or should do because that's the, this is literally the last thing you think about. You know, when you're when you're our age, it's like long term nursing home care. You kind of just think, oh, I'll have some money and maybe my my kids will put me in a home. I don't know what I think for when I'm that old, but this is this is next level. This is the next phase that we need to. Like I said, your uh, estate planning and you're just like, what are you going to do when you're like so old that you can no longer take care of yourself? And this is this is very illuminating for me, Shire. Yeah, um, I think when I saw this, I said, oh, my goodness, should I have this? Yeah. And I did a Google search and look at me. I did a Google search like that's just real research. But anywho, this is what I, this is what <laughs> it said. Research, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, that, you know, if you're in your 30s, you know, your mid late 30s, you might still kind of be young for long term care insurance. And so as you get into your 40s and 50s, then this, you know, that would be the most ideal time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that, you know, anyone who's listening, it's always good to just check it out and just know that this is okay. on the list. Yeah, this is definitely on my list now. Okay. So the third re- regret, um, and this was mentioned by 37% of older Americans, 
they regret not working longer. Now, this is deep right here. This is deep right here. They regret not working longer. Okay, so I'm a bit perplexed by this. Why? Because it's like the general consistency, even going back to last week's pod, uh, we were talking about like how, you know, you know, a lot of folks work too long. You know what I mean? Working till they're dead, right? And for people to say they wish they worked longer, it raises the question: Like, are these people that were like in the fire community, perhaps, or like what group of people are going to say they wish they worked longer? Yes, people who would say that they wish they worked longer are probably people who retired in good health okay and they could have worked longer but they said eh you know i don't think enjoy my my i don't i don't think i will and maybe they are you know maybe uh they're looking at their finances later on and they're just and they're probably saying i wish i had just a little bit more money and if i just would have worked one or two years what would it have mattered now that i'm in my 80s what would it have mattered now that i'm 85 if i had worked an additional year mm-hmm. what would it matter i mean shy because uh let's keep it 100 when we do the numbers and we like we could tire at this age and get this much or we could work five more years and it'd be like it'd be almost like double like i'm like woo. why would you not work another why would you not push another five years if it can mean you know almost doubling this number you know exactly so, so that's that it's really interesting to see um that folks regret it not working longer and people are living longer too mm-hmm. so people are living longer that means you're gonna need more money we've talked about inflation what yeah. if there are some years where inflation is you know higher than anticipated and so if you're on a fixed income in retirement then that inflation would really you know uh yeah. can really impact your quality of life and shire reading ahead a lot of it is based on social security so uh, claiming Social Security too early. That's well, twenty three percent regret claiming Social Security yeah, too, too, early. too early. But you have to read the counter. The flip of that is that probably a sixty four percent. Hold on, is that the right math? I don't know. Yeah, it says you can start claiming uh, Social Security at sixty two, and many do. But if you wait, uh, you will get much more each month. Someone waiting till they're 70 to start claiming Social Security uh, can end up getting checks that are nearly 80% bigger than if you withdrew at 62. Okay. So, but one would say, hey, but I'm only going to live till da 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 da. Like, why wait? You know, so I can see both sides of it. Well, here, Marcus, it said that 23% regretted taking it early. So I'm thinking on the flip, does that mean that 77% did not regret it? You know I what I'm know. saying? Yeah, you could be. That could be. So. You, I think it just depends on your financial situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, that's an interesting one. So that was number there. three. That was the number third on the list. Three. Okay. The social security one was actually the fifth on the list, which is really weird how they have this uh, yeah, market watch weird. article organized. And then number four, it says a remarkable thirty-three percent of older Americans regretted not investing more in a lifetime annuity mm. or similar product that would produce a guaranteed income mm-hmm. for life. So it sounds like there are some folks who 
uh, do not like the variability. Yes. Who want something that is structured like a pension mm-hmm. to where you know what your income uh, will be each month of your life. So some folks are would really um, want to have that predictability. Yeah, and that makes sense. Uh, annuity is something that we had a study in my when I took my personal finance class like a couple years a few years ago, and it was like, yeah, it was pretty much like a self created pension. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Something you put in a lump sum of money, and they it essentially pays you back. So that you have a fixed income every month for a certain amount of, I mean, preferably for your whole life. But my thing is like with annuities, sometimes they, they, they've, they've shown to run out. And, and that was the one kickback. Like if you have your annuity go to 95 or something and then you live to 100, then what? You know what I mean? But I think that that a lot of time, that was a small fraction of those that, that ended like that. But yeah, um, because if you're doing the drawdown method and you're living off of like your interest of money that's steady in the market, I can see how that's like scary. You may have some really dope, great years. And then you, mean, you have like years. a year like this year, some trash. So it's just like, wow, what do I do now? Should I have taken more out the year before in preparation for a year like this? Or how does it work? You know, so I can see the, you know, man, I'm going to just put this all uh roll this over to some type of annuity and just yeah they said they didn't say put all their money in an annuity but it was like having that a part of their retirement oh that's dope yeah having it as a part of your retirement plan yeah um so yeah so like the article closes out basically saying you know a key to prevention to for to preventing financial regret in old age is to think more and earlier about how long we're likely to live and you know have an awareness that folks are living longer it says among those who make it to 65 half can expect to live to their mid 80s and a quarter of them into their 90s and about 10 percent can expect to live to their mid 90s and the numbers are actually rising so I don't know. Like, what did you think? Any anything surprising? I think the long term care insurance was surprising. Yeah. I think that a annu- that annuity, uh, folks said that they would have wanted something like that was also um, surprising as well. Yeah. And then also people saying, "I wish I would have actually worked longer." Yeah. Because that is so because that is so counterintuitive what people are saying today. Yeah. People are saying as soon as you can retire retire i hit my financial independence number i'm retired you know but someone who's actually there is saying i wish i would have worked a little bit longer and i think that that has value and i think that's something that we need to consider definitely something to consider i feel like a lot of people in the fire movement and that do retire early and it's only a handful that i know that actually have (laughs) Have but retired. I, right. I think I see them still, still getting to it. You're still getting to the bag in other ways. Now then, might, then that's not retired. That's technically that's you know, financial independent. Yeah, and so I think that that's the difference between these people in this article and what's what we see now. These people are retiring, but they still have like their content creation or even you know sometimes real estate or some other endeavors that are paying them but there's just it's just more of 
uh, freelance. You know what I mean? And uh, so that's technically still work, but it's just like you're not working for the man kind of thing. You're not. You don't have the golden handcuffs. You're not punching the clock. And so there's freedom there. So but I don't yeah. think that's what they're they're saying that people that are retired. No, I'm saying this article is is saying yeah what you're about to say. Yeah, people who yeah, are actually retired. Yeah, I'm not talking about influencers, but yeah. but it is influencers mm-hmm. who are pushing mm-hmm. the fire message. Right. So that's where we get it from. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think there are two different. Those are two different classes of absolutely. Retirees. They're not retired, my opinion. Okay. If you're an influencer, you're an influencer mm. who has achieved financial independence. I would not go on a limb to say you're retired because okay. you're still working. Or at least it appears that way okay. in some cases. So I'm looking at people who are actually retired. That right, means right. I'm not doing things on the internet to make money. And my only source of income is actually my retirement check. Okay. Those, those are the people that are saying, I wish I would have worked a few years longer yeah yeah so what's your thoughts like what's your thoughts on that yeah i mean man i hope that's not true (laughs) i don't want to regret i want to stop early and i don't want to regret that i stopped early so dang all of them so what do you do that's the one i'm like i hope that ain't true but um what do you do you might we might you know you, you may have to settle for retiring from the thing that you don't want to do and maybe doing something that you really like doing maybe that's kind of a, a good mid, middle ground you know what i mean so like for for me for instance like i don't want to i don't want to work 40 hours a week i don't want to punch a clock and work this this, this time to this time uh-huh but if i'm work if i'm doing something else that's not that i'd be open to it so maybe like working part time yeah working part time or working as you know I love me some Starbucks. Hey, I might, I, you know, maybe be cool to work at a, as a barista. To, this is the second time that you brought that up. You gonna you gonna be working as a or barista? Maybe I might want to work with youth, or I don't know, but whatever <laughs> that is, you can figure it out. Though, yeah, right? I can figure it out. So that's a good middle ground because you're still bringing in some income, doing something to bring in income. And in many cases, I mean, we talked about being a content creator. Sometimes that bag is a lot bigger, but you just. And sometimes yeah. it's not. Sometimes Just it because you're making a YouTube video not, right? don't mean that people are going to find you in the, the universe of not. thousands and thousands of other videos. Right. It's possible. Right, right. So, um, yeah. But it might not be. Um, yeah. But I like that idea, Marcus, of just, you know, uh, maybe working part time mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, doing little things to earn. Seasonal, even seasonal work. I'm going to work money two three months and then the rest of the year i'm not like even that option is, is kind that's of cool. true but anyway uh that one and the other surprise that jumped out to me was the long-term care uh, you know i think man you just get so caught up in running and hustling and getting getting to it that i don't even think about that stuff man i don't even think about what old marcus is going to be like you know the furthest i'll go is making sure that i have enough money to live as old marcus but I never think about the care. I never think about what if I get some type of health thing that is ongoing. I never think about those things. You know, I just, mm-hmm. I just, it's hard for me to put myself there. But this showed me that you want to get prepared, man. You don't want to just walk into a blind because it's going to happen. Everybody, I'm going to get old one day. I might break a hip or something. Ooh, Who knows, Marcus. man? Who knows? So 
I know we all think we're Superman and all this stuff, but that ain't how life works from what from what I can see. It's just not <laughs> like so you gotta get prepared. You gotta get your stuff in, in, in together so that yeah. you can have some dignity and as you age. As you age. That's that's so true. Mm-hmm. That is so true. Mm-hmm. You wanna have dignity and to the extent possible, you don't want to have to look for your children to yeah, pay for no, things for you. And no way, man. <laughs> I told my kids, if you see if daddy becomes homeless and a bum on the street, just walk over me. Oh, stop! I'm just, moving in with somebody. Just let me have my. Just let. But me hopefully, be on that the will street, never be man. the case. <laughs> <laughs> but that could be my foolish pride talking. But anyway, yeah, this is a great article, Shire, and, and it highlights, you know. Just being aware, you don't want to be living with regrets, man. Regrets is the worst. I hear it. people say it all the time. Like regrets. I'd rather live with what do they say? I'd rather live with the pain of I don't know, doing the work than live with the the pain of the regret because I never tried or something something to that extent. But like that's a different type of regret. But regret in general, like, I wish I would have did this. I wish I would have had money set up for this. I wish, I wish. That's the worst. Mm-hmm. It's not a good feeling. So and I it mean, doesn't go away. Right. <laughs> it's a reminder that, you know, we can, can still learn from mm-hmm. our elders and folks who are, who have, who've been there. Yes. Who have done that, yes. who are doing that. And we need that, right? Need because that, there's, yeah. there's reality. And then there's what we're seeing on our computers and on our cell phones and, the messages are not always the same. That's so true. We can learn a lot from the from our elders and, and, and the older folks. Learn a lot of their from their mistakes and a lot of the good stuff they did. You exactly. Know, so, so Shara, do we got any comments? Anything from the comment section on this one? This is this is a pretty interesting article. Yes, and I really loved checking out comments because it gives you an idea of what people are actually thinking. Yes. Um, so someone says, uh, you do not have to be a high earner to retire a millionaire, mm. but you do have to connect your current spending and saving with a plan mm. that results in a well-funded retirement. It always amazes me how the younger folks in our office making 35 or 40 grand a year uh, did not participate in the 401k and left all that free employer money on the table. Mm. A very simple savings and investment plan would elevate tens of millions into a retirement where social security was fun money. Mm. Yet we do nothing to educate people on investing, budgeting and the time value of money. So that was someone's comment. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, it's a pretty valid point, points, right? Yeah. You don't have to be rich to actually have a retirement. And even if you aren't making a six figure salary mm-hmm. and you're making, you know, 35 to 40, don't leave money on the table. Invest right. what you can right. um, while you're young. Yeah, I totally agree with that one. Great, great comment there. Um, another one says is what 30 and 40 year olds don't easily accomplish is the projection into their 70s and a lot of unexpected outlays in between, such as divorce, mm. unexpected medical costs, yep. housing at double and triple their assumptions mm-hmm. uh, moves Moves to other places, um, escalating college costs, uh, and so on. Yep. Um, all of this happens, and little of it is expected, and therefore uh, unprovided for. That's deep. 
because I think every family is one and child you're gonna say Marcus I already know you okay. one tragedy <laughs> away or one like long term medical issue away from like your whole plans being like sh- right shifted, shifted. or shoot just... one legal situation away let mm-hmm. somebody get it you know mess around and make a mistake and get locked up and need you know like she said a divorce legal anything yes like that could throw off your whole projection uh and so yeah that's very important it's hard to to plan from 35 what 70 is gonna look like but you gotta you know you gotta get get planned on that and, and kind of uh over what's it called overestimate some costs on that one because you never know what's, what could come up Right, that's true. Someone says that way back, one of the first rules in our house was if we can't pay the credit card bill in full when it comes, we can't afford it. Mm. And the second rule was take a little money out of every paycheck and put it into a savings uh, account. And then the third rule was start investing in employers 401k and get at least the employer's match. The fourth rule was to live within our means. uh, And that includes our take-home pay and the fifth rule was to work hard and stay married mm. so what do you think about that yeah i mean i i agree to every single one of those um sure the life me and you will live to, is staying being disciplined and staying together is much better than the life we'll live apart now we'll be the same hard-working smart um focus people separate but you literally just like you just split up something that's going to affect you financially I don't think people see the effects financially of a split mm-hmm. like you just think man I, shoot I, I'm going to get to it myself I still got you know I still got me you know I'm going to do what I do and yeah you may be successful and your partner may be successful too but imagine if y'all it just it just makes mathematical sense like if y'all put it together it's gonna be bigger one house payment yeah instead of two instead of two one, one utility bill too yeah one you know so it's all that stuff and then we'll speak to what she said about um uh, uh I, I forgot where i heard this but your employer that match when you don't contribute to that match you're you're being underpaid yeah. When they hired you, they built in that match into your package. Uh-huh. It's like they build in your benefits. It's like they build in your, your hourly wage. And when you don't take advantage of the match, they like, yo, cool. They didn't that's that's money we didn't have to we that have we didn't have to give year. you. Right. So get go and get your money. Yeah, there were some uh some good takeaways in that. I mean, wow. Yeah, those just, those rules, that's the whole that's a whole podcast or a whole yeah. book. Mm-hmm. So they got some uh, pretty intelligent readers on here. Uh, the last comment I'll hop into is someone says the key here is to start investing and saving in your 20s. Then you never, ever stop saving and investing even after retirement. Mm. So this was uh, a little lesson that was taught to me when I was fairly young and I've never forgot it. Yeah, I love that one. That's definitely these are definitely some good comments right here. Yeah, but it's, look, I said they're insightful, but it's also like everybody has an opinion on money yeah. philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> right. But like everybody's an expert. Like every comment I read, I was like, okay, mm. this is great. But it's, yeah. yeah, they have good readers, but I feel like everyone 
you know, has an opinion and everyone's a, a money uh, expert. <laughs> money but expert. thankfully, <laughs> the ones, you know, comments that we got to were actually really, really good. Yeah. Well, Shari, this has been a great episode. Great to sit down with you. We uh, had a good time talking about this. A- any other thoughts on this or we ready to get on up out of here? We ready to get on up out of here. All right. Well, we're going <laughs> to leave you guys. But before we do, do us a Christmas favor. And leave us a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast. Uh, please leave a review. Let us know something in the comments. Say, hey, we, you know, I really enjoyed the Black Mary Day Free Podcast. Along with the five-star, click that five-star button. And we really appreciate it. We up out of here, y'all. So Merry Christmas from Black Mary Day Free to you and yours. Peace. Bye.